0: get him to do and the things that I don't have the gaps and deficiencies. I'm not focusing on any of that. I'm thankful to God for what he's already done. Amen? Do you have Romans the fifth chapter? Amen. Do you? No? Romans the fifth chapter. Pick it up in verse 15. But the free gift, did I say free gift? Free gift. Aren't all gifts free? Mm. But the free gift is not like the offense For if by the one man offense many die, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to men. Verse 16. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned, for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation But the free gift, there is again, say free gift, which came from many offenses results in justification. For if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. So we're talking about the free gift of God again today. It's the free gift of God part two. This is truly the most wonderful time of the year. It's a time of loving and giving and sharing and caring. It's a time of laughing. And let's not forget it's a time of eve. Or should I say? Over oh, Eve? No, I'm not entertaining I don't know what you do. But it is a time for us to spend time with our families and it is the most wonderful time of the year. Unfortunately, Christmas has been commercialized and watered down to the point that we're to take Christ out of Christmas shopping spree, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, all these different things going on to get us distracted off the true meaning of Christmas and it is the celebration of the Savior of the world. And the Savior of the world is not limited to a Christmas season. Once you become born again, listen, Christmas is not the most wonderful time of the year. Whatever time of the year it is, is the most wonderful Time of the year. Jesus makes every moment of our lives, every second of our lives, every heartbeat with the rhythm of life, makes it wonderful for us, the born again believers. So today I want to remind you again to put Christ back, not just in Christmas, but put Him back at the center of your life. The enemy wants you to be the center of your life. The enemy wants me to be the center of my life. And when I focus on what I've done, it never adds. God's standard. So what do I have to do? I have to keep Christ at the center. Jesus Christ the center of it all. It's all through him and by him and because of him. Jesus has given his life to improve the quality of our lives. Not just to get to heaven, that's, that's important and I don't discount that, but he improved the quality of our lives right down here. over Satan. As he is, so are we in this world. So Jesus has given us gifts. The Holy Spirit is here. That's one of the greatest gifts that Jesus has given us is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit takes it from good works to greater works. And so we have to receive this gift. Giving is at the very heart of the gospel. We see that John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever who believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we're talking today about this free gift that God has given. Now, Christmas is free for children, but it's not free for the parents. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be something if the kid had to buy their own Christmas gifts? But that's not how it works, right? Some of you have older kids, I understand that, but they tell me even older kids want stuff for Christmas. They don't get like 15 like, you know what, it's okay. They just want bigger things for Christmas. They just want more money for Christmas. They just want bigger toys and all that. So it's not like they'll ever get to the point. I used to look forward to my dad at Christmas time because he would give. He would bring it. My dad would. reach used to look forward to that. It's wrong. I had my own kids. They were opening up their cards with a smile on their face. Me and Pastor Lisa opening up that cards with a smile on our faces because my dad would bring it. It was free for us, but it wasn't free for him. Salvation is free for us. But it wasn't free for God. It cost God his only begotten Son. And the Bible says, unless a seed goes into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But once it goes into the ground and dies, it brings forth much fruit. And God sacrificed so that we could have and have more abundantly. And all God asks us to do is to receive. All He asks us to do is receive. Don't us say, I receive. I receive. Say, I believe it. I receive it. And I receive Say it. I, believe the love, I believe the love and I receive the love. I, receive I, believe the blessing, I believe the blessing and I receive the blessing. Receive so God is asking us to receive. Now all this stuff has gone on behind the scenes that we're not aware of, right? With Christmas we, we choose the gifts, we buy the gifts, we wrap the gifts, all this behind might be swooping around, but if we're good at what we do, then we're able to keep it all secret until that one day they just get to open it up. All they got to do is receive it. We're not asking them to pay for it. All they have to do is receive it. God has done and is doing all these things behind the scenes for us, and all we have to do is receive it. Amen? Amen. The truth be told, most parents are limited in what they can do on Christmas. But the truth be told, if we had unlimited resources, we would do a lot more for our kids on Christmas than what we do, especially if we have good children, especially if we have obedient children. Matter of fact, our bid as a parent is to reward even when our kids aren't doing everything they should do, just to reward them because that's just what we do as parents. Much more, much more. Can I say much more? Much more. Much more. We receive this grace, much more. Batteries. You gotta buy these special batteries, and the special battery chargers, you're not doing all that, right? And then sometimes, and then sometimes, then the battery finding not Include included. Sometimes you have to charge batteries, sometimes you have to buy other batteries, sometimes you gotta buy like six, what's the big one? D? The D battery, I think the big round one got like six or eight of those, ten of those, twelve of those, when those go dead, you wouldn't go back there asking your mom for some more batteries, that was it. See, when not 12 more batteries, right? So with, with, with certain gifts, the batteries are included, or sometimes they're not included. Certain gifts have to be put together. They don't come assembled. So these are all the things that go on behind the scenes to make our like Christmas for our children what it should be. But God's gift comes with batteries that will never run out. It already comes assembled. Everybody say, batteries are included.
1: And it's already
0: assembled. The batteries are already the bathrooms will never run out. They don't have to be recharged. It's already assembled. It's already put together. And then God deposits this gift on the inside of us. He gives us Jesus and then deposits it on the inside of us. Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift that's on the inside. He said, I want you to stir up the gift. There's a gift that's on the inside of us. Once we become born what are we talking about here? What kind of gift has God given us? The first thing that God has given us, he's given us the gift of righteousness. Write it down. Number one, he's given us the gift of righteousness. And the gift of righteousness is on the inside of us. Turn to 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Everybody say the gift of righteousness. He's given us the gift of righteousness. This is something that we We could not become righteous on our own. We could not keep the law on our own. We could not live up to God's standard on our own. So, what did he say? He said, I'm going to go ahead and give you righteousness, and all you got to do is receive it. You have 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter? Do you? And the 21st verse. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin. He wasn't sin. What did he do? He made Jesus sin. He made Jesus to be sin. For him that knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So what happened? Jesus was made sin even though he wasn't. We were made righteous even though we weren't. It's the gift of righteousness. And all we have to do is receive it. Abraham was not justified by works. Abraham was justified because he believed. Amen. It's not a works lest any man should boast. So the first gift that we have been deposited on the inside of, and we must understand, is the gift of righteousness. Righteousness is right standing with God. It is a righteousness by grace. Grace is available to us because of Jesus. It's all wrapped up in there. But when it comes down to it, it's all because of Jesus. So now we receive the gift of grace. Turn to John 1. John 1. The grace gift. Yeah, John 1. Look at verse 14. John 1 verse 14. And the word became I just like the first people, and the word became, the word becomes, right? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. And God said, "And we beheld His glory." In the in the beginning, God looked out, and saw darkness. God said, "Let there be light," and the word became light. He said His word and healed them. The word became healing. Let the weak say I'm strong. Weakness turns into strength. The word becomes strength. The word becomes healing. The word becomes deliverance. The word becomes abundance. The word becomes whatever we need. And the word became what? You fill in the blank. I don't know what you got going on in your life, but the word will become that. And the word became flesh. It was in another realm of spirit realm and materialized in the natural realm. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, his glory the glory as if of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. of grace and truth. Look at verse 16. And of His fullness, and of His fullness we have received grace for grace. Grace, grace. For the law was given through Moses, Moses. Grace. but grace and truth came through. What's greater, law or grace and truth? Grace and truth. Right. So we're not, we're not talking law anymore. The law came to Moses. The law has been fulfilled. The requirement, what God required us to do, was fulfilled in Christ. Now we receive what Christ has done and as if we had done it. We look at it in Romans, the fifth chapter. We won't go back there. But because of the Bye. 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 You got a Bible? You got a phone? Bye. Bye. Yeah. You got an on your phone? Let me see your phone. Okay. We should have a paper, too. All right. <laughs> this is verse. Uh, s- grace. This is like an Everybody uh, say grace. This is verse 16. John 1 16. Uh, Amplified. For out of his fullness, abundance, we have all received, all had a share, and we were all supplied with one grace after another, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, favor upon favor, and gift, heaped upon gift. Thank you, That's what he said, right? Much more. He said, much more those who receive the gift of righteousness and abundance of grace will reign in life through one Christ Jesus. What do you have to do? Receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. And we reign in life. The key to us reigning is not us doing everything right. The key to us reigning is what? Receiving the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness and we reign in life there's one question, said, I reign Come rain. on, say I reign Tell rain. somebody, I reign I've been destined to reign I've been, been created to reign I've been constructed to reign I've been designed to reign and I reign So we receive the gift of righteousness Where is it? It's on the inside What do we have to do? Unstir it, stir it up, and unwrap it. We receive the gift of grace what do we have to do? Stir it up and unwrap it. We receive the gift of justification. This is number three. I only got four. This is number three. We receive the gift of justification. You're going to like this one. Not that you're going to like the other ones, but everyone I get to, that's the one you like, right? Exactly. That one is good. Then I get to the name that one's good, too. And you realize what? It's all good. It's all good. You receive the gift of justification. Turn back to Romans 5. Romans 5. Oh, it's going to be a good Christmas that's going to last the whole year. When you understand the right, you take the prayer of righteousness, yeah. and you start living your life based on Christ's righteousness, then the enemy comes and tries to fling these arrows of shame, guilt, and all these other things, and you realize that Jesus was shame, so I didn't have to be, Jesus was guilty so I didn't have to be, he took all that on him, he felt the wrath of God, and I don't have to feel the wrath of God, it's not that there's not a penalty to sin the Bible, says what? The way It's not that God's saying we're getting a pass. It's that he put all of our sins on Jesus. Jesus took the penalty for our sins. He took the penalty for our transgressions, our errors, our mistakes, our mix-ups, our mess. He took all of that to the cross. So now we're free in him. And when the sun sets free, it's free. in verse 1, Romans 5. no the no. And we have peace with God. He is, he is the God of peace, therefore we have the peace of God. He is the God of peace, therefore we have the peace of God. With God to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now the word justification means removing guilt and shame. When I've been justified, the guilt and the shame has been removed. I've been justified. I've been justified. Why? you i doing everything right? No, because Jesus took the shame. Jesus took the guilt. Jesus paid the penalty. You want to know why I'm thankful? I'm going to Jesus' is, And I'm going to ask who I am and to him. Yeah. Amen? And I'm teaching you the same. So justification means removing the guilt and the shame and the penalty of the sin be in declaring the ungodly godly. Look at verse um. Uh, I'm highlighting the rules so much I can't see the verse. Verse 6 same book, Romans 5 verse 6 For when we were still without strength in due time Christ died for who? who he die for? who did he die for? Who'd he die for? Who'd he didn't die, die, die for the godly ungodly. And in, in, in the Bible of that, he demonstrated, he, rewarded, he demonstrated his love for us. While we were yet sinners, he died for the Well, we're not ungodly anymore because we've been justified. We've received an abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness and now we reign in life through one Christ Jesus. So this gift that's placed on the inside of us is this gift of righteousness. It's free to us, but it costs God his son. The gift on the inside of us is the gift of grace. It's free to us, but it costs God a sign. The gift on the inside of us is the gift of justification. It's free to us, but it costs God a sign. And this gift that's on the inside of us is the gift of redemption. Number four, the gift of redemption. The gift of redemption. And redemption We're no longer slaves to sin. We've been freed from sin and been set free from sin, and we don't have to sin anymore. We choose to sin. We choose to do wrong, which is good news. But whenever you get good and ready, you can stop sinning. You can stop choosing. Isn't that good news? The question is will it? So redemption is that we've been freed from sin. We've been freed from captivity. Amen? Turn to Galatians 3. Galatians 3. Oh, it's a free gift. I'm ready to receive, how about you? I'm ready to receive a whole other dose of righteousness. A, a, a righteous, another dose of righteousness revelation. A revelation of the righteousness. I need a revelation of the grace. I need a revelation of justification. I need another revelation of redemption. I need God to reveal it to me like never before. Galatians 3 and 13. And having done all the same, you stood. One phone call, one text message, one post, one tweet, one click can change it all. And I'm in faith for me and I'm in faith for you. For the exception, for the supernatural. I receive it. Judgment and my best judgment. I know it goes against all these things, but I'm, I'm I'm standing here talking to the to the to the Son of God. I'm standing here talking to the person that walks on water. I'm standing here talking to the person who opens blind eyes. I'm standing here talking to the person who lays the hand on the sick. I'm standing here talking. your career, whatever. Our sins. He's actually an overpayment for our sins. And we thank you for it today. In Jesus' name. We receive what you have for us. If you're here today, you're not saved, you're not born again, you're not ready right with God, you want to give an opportunity to do that. The Bible says you must be born again. If that's you today, you're not saved, you don't receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I want you to lift your hand at this time. You want to be saved. If you're here today and you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, that's something that the Bible says is available to you today. Ask for my name, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Romans 8 says that you can, by the Spirit, put the death and the of the flesh. The sign that you've been filled with the Spirit is fact to speak in a language you've never spoken before. We refer to that as our every language of tongues. That's not the Holy Spirit that's just the evidence that you received it. So if you're here today, it's me, Pastor morning, i already saying that I want you to fill the Holy Spirit with evidence, speaking in another tongue. And that's your welcome to lift your hand. If you're here today and you are listening to the Lord, it's just not what it should be. You're uh, kind of off track. You want to get back on track. Listen, we talked about it today. All your sins have been forgiven. You still got to repent. You still got to ask God to forgive. You still got to change. You still got to make different decisions and adjustments. I'm not saying that. And I hope you didn't hear me say that today. I'm saying that the penalty for that has already been paid. And you need to receive it. And you need to change your attitude, your mindset, your lifestyle. You need to make all the adjustments you need to make to live a life that's pleasing to God. You need to make all the adjustments. We tell you, go and sin no more. We don't say go and keep sinning because it's great. I used to have to say that and never will say that. You need to live like a Christian. And if you haven't been living like a Christian, we want to pray for you. We're not trying to be critical. We're not trying to be judgmental. We're trying to help you. But I'm telling you, sin will take you long, take you places you don't want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and charge you more than you want to pay. Sin is the killer. And we teach against sin. So if you're in sin, today's your the day to come out. So just you. Say, that's wrong. you know what? I'm not living to be where I should be, and I'm going to pray for me. That's, that's why I want you to lift your hand. Anybody? Last but not least, if you're here today, and you're not a member of Compassion Christian Center, you look for a church home, and say, look, no further. Compassion Christian Center is a church uh, that is carrying out the will of God. We are not the only church. but we are any church, doing not the will of God. We're the divine signs to remit, we idolize, and idolized Anybody need to be saved one more time, raise your hand. Anybody need to be filled, raise your hand. Anybody need your relationship with the Lord restored, raise your hand. Anybody want to become a member, raise your hand. Well, Father, we just thank you and praise you for those that are here today. We give you the praise the Lord, and glory and honor, Father, that you're doing a work in us, revealing to us who we are in Christ. Help us to live a life that represents you properly and gives you great glory. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name. 14. Yes, we're
1: going to